Hello, everyone. Uh, before we begin, I just want to say that this episode of the This Week in Marvel podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Start building your website today at squarespace.com. Enter offer code MARVEL at checkout to get 10% off. And now, on to the show. Hey, everybody. This is Blake with Marvel.com. We have another uh, very special guest to the Marvel podcast. Please introduce yourself, sir. Hi, I'm Brett Gelman. <laughs> I thought there was going to be more. Uh, the, I'm going to... Me? Oh. Oh, should I like come up with, like, uh, I am actor... Comedian, writer, producer, extraordinary. <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot Brett right Gell-Man now. Brett Gelman, man. <laughs> Brett Gelman. Gelman, man. Superhero, right? <laughs> Gelman. Uh, the main reason I have you by is all my friends hate me because of you, because of the other guys when you said Arnie Palmies. Uh-huh. Uh, I say that all the time now, and they want to kill me. Oh, really? Because they hate hate me. No, they they, they the love you. no so they love like you in the movie. That they, they, they hate you. I always say, let's get some Arnie Palmies, and nice. they're like, I hate that those two words together. But they love you in the movie. Uh, thanks, man. I'm honored. I'm honored that you quote me like that. Yeah, it's really wild that uh, how much I still. I mean, also like that started happening in the last couple of years, uh, where people really started to call me out for uh-huh. that movie. Uh, oh, it took it took a while to... People were, but then I feel like people started, you know, people were right when the movie came out, but, like, I feel like it had to go, once it got on cable, and I guess it gets a pretty good rotation uh, on cable, they, yeah, there's just a lot more of it. Well, so that, that brings up a good point. Like, what are you most recognized for if you're walking down the street? Is it you that? You know, it just depends. Mm-hmm. It's always, like, very random. Sometimes it's that. Um, I'd probably say it's the most that movie, which is really strange. To have been in three series, and then I'm in a movie for four minutes. But that's how good I am. Uh, um, yeah, but it's weird. And when I was in Panama, I got recognized for Go On. What? That's lot. amazing. Yeah. Go, Go On has, like, a big Latin American... You know, I mean, I guess, you know, those shows go international. And Matthew Perry, I think, has a pretty big international fan base in a lot of ways. So I had people coming up to me, like, from Ecuador and, like, Panama, because I was in Panama, (laughs) Uh, and recognized me from that. People recognized me from Eagle Heart. People recognized me, uh, I mean, occasionally recognized me from Married. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, I guess Mad Men now. But, you know, uh, the worst is, though, what happens a lot is people coming up and be like, hey, who are you? Right. <laughs> what, are you what are you in? What do I know you from? I'm like, come on, man. Like, I love fans. I'm not, like, I'm very grateful for any fans I have. I'm never, you know, unless they're, like, douchebags come up and say something like really misogynist or racist to me <laughs> like thinking that I'm like on board with that which I don't hasn't really happened in very long only like happened once <laughs> so it's like you white guy you no 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 <laughs> not directed at me directed oh. at other people <laughs> no if somebody was like you white piece of <laughs> I'd be like okay yeah I, I get it that. yeah I mean, <laughs> 
<laughs> I got it coming. I mean, you know what I mean? Didn't Judy <laughs> Judy Greer wrote a partner book about that? Like, I think that's like the top, yeah, like, yeah. And she's one of my best friends, and uh, yeah, I relate to her very much on that topic. Um, so that's like, and like, I'm like, why do you need to know me? Like, if you don't know what I'm from, you have no connection to me. <laughs> so why do you need right. to talk to me right now? I mean, nothing to you <laughs> other than that. I'm like in something like, is that going to really make you feel better? Is your life so boring? Fill that void that in you your need soul. need to fill that like uh. that. But then again, my name is Brett Kelman and thank you very much for uh, watching or like catching me on screen. I don't know. Uh, but you know, um, and you mentioned you mentioned go on, and you also were in an episode of the Odd Couple. I think Are you and Matthew just like yeah, hang out? I did an, op- an episode of the Odd Couple. I don't uh, hang out a ton with Matthew anymore, but I do. Uh, I do love Matthew, mm-hmm. and Matthew was like really good to me on that show. I mean, that was like that was like the first like big series that I got. Um, no, I mean Eagleheart was that was like a huge deal for me um but uh yeah matthew like very much like took me under his wing and made sure that you know a lot of people i think would get offended if somebody came in and was being funny not offended i mean threatened Um, uh (laughs) i did not have enough coffee this morning i'm sorry (laughs) uh they'd be really threatened you know and uh get competitive Mm -hmm. but he never he liked he likes people to be funny around him makes him feel like he's in a better show and then I think he has more fun so uh, he was really good to me and yeah I don't I don't hang out with him that much anymore but not because like we're I still consider him my friend but you know he's busy I'm busy that's it you know he's Matthew Perry <laughs> he's got stuff to do man uh, and I'm Brett Gellman and I have <laughs> Even more stuff to do, Matthew. No. <laughs> I, uh, I get competitive with them. I have to mention, too, I, I told a, a buddy of mine yesterday that you were stopping by, and he's like, you have to listen to this podcast clip. And I was like, okay, fine, I, I'll, I'll do it. And I forgot, and he texted me this morning, and he's like, you have to listen to this thing. And it was the eye brain. Yeah. That was freaking hilarious. Oh, thanks, man. It's for, if you're a younger uh, listener, yeah. maybe avoid it for a little while, or don't. You know, Depends if, how young. Yeah. Like a four-year-old, a four-year-old's <laughs> listening to this. It's not something. You but if you're check five, out. but if you're five, <laughs> go to it. No, no, uh, <laughs> no. If you're five, uh, it's just for you. It's just for you. Lots of, lots of. Uh, can we swear on this? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll bleep it. But okay. But there's lots of sex, so that's great for <laughs> for children. No. Uh, but no, yeah, I wrote that. I used to, I performed that. I mean, I don't really anymore. But uh, I performed it live quite a bit, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I get I get I get approached about that sometimes too. Really? Yeah. This is the way people you, dig that. The way you your voice, obviously you're an actor, but the way you did it was just perfect. Like, oh, thanks. It was like that guy. I can't I can't think of him, but like that guy on the radio all the time that just you know says similar things, but. Whatever. I don't even know how to What do you explain. mean? He just... Who? I forget his name. He, he's like... Rush Limbaugh? No, pre-Rush <laughs> Limbaugh. More of the, like, down homey, uh, 
God, I, I don't even remember. Down homie guy. My grandparents used to listen to him. I forget. I, I don't even remember his name. Um, oh, Garrison Keillor? No, no, no. My dad listens to Garrison Keillor. Right. Before. Okay. I'll think about him later. Okay. I won't. I don't, I don't even know his name. All right. I'm, I just cool. lied to well, you. We'll email about it. All right. It. Done. We'll, we'll go on the search <laughs> well, through your memory. Kind of t- touching on that point, you are very well versed in the podcast world. With Gelmania and the other uh-huh, things. Yeah. What what got you interested in doing something like that in the first place? Or you know, it, it was like uh, it was that. I mean, like L.A. really has this uh, pretty incredible, you know, scene there, comedy scene, and uh, you know, it was just something that like people were doing. And Scott Ackerman's like an old friend of mine, mm-hmm. and he started Earwolf, and you know. It was another way in which to to showcase yourself, you know, uh, as you know, <laughs> with this. Uh, but yeah, he brought me in there, and then my, and then there was this guy Cyrus Garamani, who was engineering at Earwolf, you know, this Iranian guy with long hair, you know, metal Iranian guy, uh, who it turns out I went to high school with his sister, <laughs> and. He was like, okay, so what do you want this to be? I was like, I don't know. I don't really want to do, like, an interview thing for this, you know, because uh, so many comedians are doing that, and I don't think that that's my thing. I don't know. Let's make this, like, tripped out, you know, and and surreal. And he's like, you mean like this? And he started messing with my voice, and he was able to work really, really fast and and then come up with genius stuff. Mm -hmm. So it became, like these like surreal albums almost which yeah it was a blast so that's how I got into that it was basically just uh, I think Scott approached me or I approached him about doing a podcast did you so speaking of the LA comedy scene did you start out at UCB LA or no I started out in UCB New York oh okay I went to North Carolina School of the Arts for drama Mm -hmm. studied you know acted Shakespeare and Chekhov and things like that and then uh I moved here and I thought I was going to be on Broadway, and uh, I wasn't right away, <laughs> or ever. I mean, I still haven't. I'd like to, but uh, then you know, I had like a my friend uh, John Daly was like uh, from Kroll Show. And mm-hmm. He's like my best friend, and he went to school for two years and then was kicked out, uh, and then came here and then he was like, "Hey, I got involved at this place. It's the Upright Citizens Brigade." It's pretty cool. Uh, so it's it like wasn't really what it cool. was at the time. No, 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 wow. no, no. It was very small. I mean, like, uh, I mean, I didn't even get on the ground, ground floor, but I got in really early. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was like, uh, you know, you go to ASCAT, the Sunday night show, and it was like, it was Amy Poehler, Matt Besser. Matt Walsh, Ian Roberts, then Tina Fey, Rachel Dratch, Andy Richter, Adam McKay, like every week. Oh, well. You know, they were there. Like, I mean, Amy was there every week because that was before Amy became Amy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but you knew Amy was going to become Amy. So you were there with Helms, Cordry, that whole crop. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I was there a little bit before Ed, uh, and then Rob was there a little bit before me. And then, uh, I mean, most of like, yeah, 
like Paul Shear, Rob Hubel, Rob Riggle, uh, you know, all those. <laughs> I had, we had Rob Cordry by a couple months ago and I was asking him, uh, I want to ask you this question too, but like, I remember I listened to an interview Will Ferrell did and he said like, improv used to be about the improv and now the people coming up now are just trying to get on SNL. It seems like you guys were like the last real crop of improv people that just loved what you were doing. Is that? Um, yeah, I mean, we all wanted to get on SNL, but we were all, <laughs> but like UCB, like very much, and I think a lot of this is due, like mostly to Matt Besser. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there was there was this like very like punk rock vibe to it. Mm -hmm. Not to sound lame by saying that phrase, <laughs> punk rock vibe. Those aren't three words that you should put together. Because, <laughs> uh, um, like, vibe is very anti-punk rock, and <laughs> punk rock is very anti-vibe. Um, but, no, there was this, like, element of, you know, we also, like, yeah, I mean, we would do so many things that were just, like, it was more just about, we would all, all go to each other's shows and we would like party together. So we'd be like at the theater like every day until, and then go to the bar every night till like four in the morning oh, and just wow. be like, you know, improvising and watching other people improvise and doing our sketch shows and things like that. But to say that we weren't ambitious, I think is a lie. I don't think that that's true. I think that, um, but. We were also encouraged, though, I think, to, like, come up with things that were more idea-based and less, like, this is my character. Of course, there was this whole horrible thing. And also, it was, like, people, too, like, figuring out uh, how to do something that would get them on SNL. You know, a lot of it was just, like, people doing, like, well, this is what I know mm -hmm. how to do. You know, this is what I know how to do. So, you know, I'll do this. Um... I mean, there was also, like, when the Aspen Comedy Festival was pretty prominent, uh, everybody had, like, their one-man show that was, like, a story about, like, a specific thing that happened in their life. So that was, like, a terrible time. Because <laughs> everybody had that show, and they all, like, were just so boring and awful. <laughs> and uh, And I just, you know, it was so uninspired, and it was so clearly for an end. So, like, that was going on. And then when we would... I mean, we would have SNL showcases. But, yeah, I think everybody was pretty good about, like, not totally all the time. I mean, nobody all the time was catering mm -hmm. and that, uh, to getting a job, necessarily. And then, you know, there were, like, midnight shows that you would go do. And, like, it'd be almost like a... Like, the goal would be to get the audience to walk out. You know, it was just like... <laughs> like an Andy being, Kaufman type thing? Yeah, I mean, you know... Uh, I don't want to insult Andy uh, Kaufman by saying that it was, but it was just like, you know, like only, you know, being like drunk on stage and then like, you know, being angry, essentially. <laughs> was the one man show kind of, was there some comedian that was having a really successful show like that and then everybody just copied him or something? Or That was like the mandate from Aspen. I mean, you know, I mean, Aziz had a show like that. Um, which I heard was really good. I never saw it. I mean, there were like good versions of this sh of these types of shows, um, but yeah, I mean, I think like everybody who had a show like that was getting into Aspen, and that was the goal. Like mm -hmm. to get into the Aspen Comedy Festival was a big goal, um, and that's what they were looking for, which is 
so horrible. And, you know, it makes me glad that that festival is no longer around. <laughs> I'm I'm just like, what a, what a bummer. <laughs> I, I need to ask, since you're talking a, a, about a lot of names that around in the New York County or do you know who Jesse Falcon is? That's my buddy, man. He, and I yeah, know I was going to bring him up. Yeah. I know that. I, I, we always have to bring him up That's when we have man. comedians by. He's the legend. Everyone, he's like the... I don't even know how to explain him. I think Marvel fans who listen to the podcast have heard his name, but like he's yeah. just like the guy that knows everybody, yeah. but no one knows who he is kind of he's thing. He's like the right? Hunter S. Thompson of Marvel. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's uh, he's a true original. Yeah, no, I came up with him too. You know, he was he predated me, actually. He was already, I think, in an improv, in a group by the mm-hmm. time I started taking classes. And he was in my friend John Daly's group. And just like, I mean, you know, I still hang with him. He's the best. He, uh, yeah, I mean, he would do, so he did some of the craziest things I've ever seen anybody do on stage. <laughs> and I don't want to get him in trouble uh, <laughs> here. But, uh, you know, he did, like, things that just blew my mind. But I also did some of the craziest things that other people have seen anyone <laughs> do on stage. So, you know. Uh, but, yeah, it was cool. It was a good time. You know, it was... Uh, you know, definitely like a scene in a community and borderline cult, which I think it, it's it still is in a lot of ways. It seems like the, the coolest thing about it is like, like you were that you're just saying like it's a, the cult being like you're still friends. Like that's the coolest part. Like you are going in these really great directions with your your work, but you still have this core and you're still buddies and stuff. Yeah, it's wild. Mm-hmm. I mean, like even people who like I don't really hang with, and maybe even some people who I'm like. I don't really like to talk to you. I wouldn't say I don't like them, but, like, you know, people are tricky. Mm-hmm. Or we don't mesh, you know? <laughs> but, like, at this point, I'm like, whoa. I mean, like, you're, like, a family member, though, to me. Right. You know, because I've known you so long, and I was, like, around you all the time. Um, yeah. I mean, I won't say that, like, yeah, and we all just were, like, figuring it all out, you know, how to be, get better and then at the same time, like, be in this business, you know? Do you have time? I mean, you're obviously really busy now. Do you ever have time to do improv much anymore, or is it just... I do have some time mm-hmm. uh, right now. But, you know, I a lot of time I don't really, because uh, my group, before I left New York, called Death by Ruru, um, that was, like, really what I feel like, you know, not to get all pretentious here, but, like, what like Del Close was talking about, like a group mind. Mm-hmm. I felt like we had that in this very profound way. And uh, once you get that, it's like hard to go back. It's mm. hard to just like show up at a show just to be funny, you know? And then most of the time it's, and if I'm going like to do a show on a Friday night or a Saturday night and it's mediocre and I've worked all week and acted all week and you know gotten to express myself uh, artistically mm-hmm. all week, it's a bummer, but I do stand up more. Mm-hmm. I would say. Are these things that you like? I've heard a lot about stand ups where they have to go on stage for to for this itch or whatever. Do you have that a with stand up and b? Do you have it with improv or can you just? Be no, because that? all of that uh, for me is acting. I do have the acting itch. Okay. And like, I'm lucky enough to be, you know, I'm lucky to be working a lot. So. Um, if I didn't have that, I mean, I'd be, if I didn't have, if I wasn't working, I'd be 
doing improv all the time and doing stand-up all the time. Mm -hmm. But uh, I don't have that itch because it's all, like, to me, all of it is acting, even the stand-up. I'm not, like, going into clubs either. You know, I, I, don't, I don't even really consider myself a true stand-up. A, because of there's not that compulsion to get on every night. And B, like, my stuff is, is pretty far out. It's not like me getting up and, like, talking about, you know, my day. <laughs> I mean, it is. I am talking about my day. But, not. I mean, I, I don't even, uh, it's not even funny sometimes. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I'm so fascinated. I want to see this stand-up. Yeah, this I do. Awesome. Well, it's a lot like the podcast. Mm -hmm. So, because oh, my awesome. buddy uh, Cyrus, it's like a two-man act. So, mm -hmm. he manipulates my voice and puts all these sound effects into it. <sighs> And it, you know, it's fun. It really, it's like a ride. <laughs> um, but yeah, I made a girl uh, have a panic attack in a show the other night. She had like these two people left, and I called them cowards walking <laughs> out of the show. We did like an hour long, pretty improvised show. There were bits though too, pretty prepared bits. But um, yeah, these two people walked out. And then I called them cowards. And then this dude wrote me on Facebook. He's like, I'm really sorry I walked out. My girl had a for real panic attack. And we had to walk out. So I was like, I guess that's what we do to some people. <laughs> well, congratulations. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I feel bad for the girl that she had a panic attack. And I'm glad she's okay. But, you know, it's kind of cool. <laughs> the, uh, did you ever get to meet Dale? Was that around? No, I never did. I mean, I grew up in the suburbs of Chicago. Mm -hmm. And... There was a time, you know, I wanted to take classes from him and go into the city, but I never, uh, I never did, um, which would have been cool, you know, it would have been cool to meet him. I mean, apparently, you know, you hear all sorts of different things mm -hmm. about him, um, but everyone says that he was insane and everyone says that he was a genius, right. you know, um, but yeah, it's very much, I mean, you know, one of the great thinkers, I think, in the dramatic arts, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, true genius. Um, I was, since we're at Marvel and like it's kind of like a nerd world, what, are you like a nerd of anything? Not it doesn't have to be comics. It just, like it can be like movies, TV. You obsess over anything? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm pretty obsessed about uh, with uh, with hip hop. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> like what? I am. Uh, I just like I I when I think because when I grew up I was like really a follower you know and I was always my a lot of my tastes were catered to like the kids that I was hanging out with because I just wanted to be like so bad I mean I had like I mean I guess I I hate this term but like I guess I'm also a comedy nerd you know and I'm a film nerd too mm -hmm. I mean uh but those are more obvious I think when, upon meeting me than me saying I'm really into hip-hop but like, then I just like you know I just there's all these dudes who all these people who like made one incredible album in like the 90s and then that's all they did you know I like mean, who? they did other albums but favorite uh, and they're great artists. but it didn't come together like with those albums i mean you know my favorite uh pe people yeah i mean uh, there are people that these are people that you i mean my favorites are like biggie and wu-tang and nas and krs1 you know and gangstar but uh well, I guess some of those I just, some uh, people might not know. I just got an email from Method Man yesterday. Oh, really? He's a, a friend to Marvel. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm a huge, huge Wu fan. 
I'll pass along the joke. I'm sure yeah. he'll be happy. Oh, I don't know. I mean, if he knows who I am, I'll be uh, thrilled. I'll <laughs> be crazy. Uh, yeah, no, like, the woo is the best. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, that, like, there are things that cheer me up, you know? Like, I listen to, and I'm just like, this is who I am, mm-hmm. and this, like, just hits my, my core, like, more than, you know? And that's, like, if I watch a Marx Brothers movie, mm-hmm. namely, like, Duck Soup or Night at the Opera, if I watch Blazing Saddles, The Producers, or Young Frankenstein, or if I watch Annie Hall or Hannah and her sisters, or if I listen to Ready to Die, <laughs> Enter the Wu-Tang, <laughs> Return to the 36 Chambers, Little Bastards, uh, uh, you know, first solo album. Um, Two very different you know, realms. Illmatic, uh. or uh, Gangstar's Hard to Earn. And, like, <laughs> that stuff, I'm just like, okay, I feel better now. This is me. Who's your favorite March brother? But... My favorite Marx brother, I'd have to say uh, Groucho. Ah. Yeah. I mean, I love all of them. And I really, Harpo is a very close second. But uh, I think Groucho Marx is probably the greatest comedian of all time. I always say, the, the piano uh, was... That was Chico. He, watching him play piano was... Incredible. The best thing for yeah. the Marx Brothers for me. Where he had his pinky out uh-huh. and he would... Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Um... Yeah, no, they're, I mean, I saw, you know, I've said this in tons of interviews, but they're what made me want to do it when I was, like, six years old. And then I just became really obsessed. And then I got, you know, I studied comedy a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, I mean, and to me it wasn't studying, I was just, like, you know, I'd watch movies, like, eight times, like, the same movie, and just wanted to know about every single comedian as much as I could. Um yeah, and then I guess I kind of, like, got that with hip-hop once I got into college, and I came, that's when I, like, really started to come into my own, Mm -hmm. and started to, like, really trust my instincts and not care so much. I mean, it's not like I was ever, like, a conformist, you know? It's impossible for me. I'm too weird. First hip-hop album I probably, like, really got into was that Cypress Hill album, that first Cypress Hill album. And then, like, you know, The Chronic came out at that time, and all that stuff is so good. But then, and then straight out of Compton, I remember, like, being at overnight camp and, like, listening to that Mm -hmm. in my bunk bed and being like, whoa, this is (laughs) crazy. I, you know, that album actually, like, really scared scared me the first time I heard it because I think they wanted to. I think they wanted to scare somebody like me, Uh, (laughs) which is why they're so good. But, um... Yeah, but there's, like, people like Black Moon and, like, Smith and & Wesson and, you know, I mean, like, the fact that, like, people don't know who Cool G Rap is is crazy, you know? That guy was, like, the king of New York, mm-hmm. and that guy's a genius, you know? Gangster rap genius, so, you know, I could go crazy. <laughs> I could talk about it all the time. But, uh, but then, yeah, I mean, when I was a kid, too, I was into, you know, X-Men. Mm, favorite? Wolverine. Really? Yeah, Wolverine's my fave. Why? Why Wolverine? Because he's like you know he's like a he's a smart ass, and he's just so tough. You know he's probably like the most of like the fantasy of who I wish you know the rule breaker of who I wish I was and would like to consider myself to be. You know this tough rule breaker outcast. It's, you know, it's interesting. Like you're speaking to all these hip hop artists like. There's a the thing I found working at Marvel is there's a through line with comics and hip hop because we've had Nas by the office we've had yeah. uh, Prodigy for Mob Deep yeah, we've yeah. had 
DMC from Run DMC by yeah. Method Man's come by. Yeah. Like, were you into comics around the time you were in, started into hip hop or? No, I was into comics before. Oh, okay. I was into hip hop. Did you notice? Like, I never even noticed. People are telling me like, oh yeah, the Wu Tang Clan. You know they're into comics. Did, could you see that as a when you were listening to the music or? I mean, Wu Tang's like operating on so many different levels mm -hmm. and so from so many influences, you know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, we form like Voltron, you know, um, and definitely like there is like sort of this like superhero element to them, mm -hmm. you know, where they're like, I mean, just these amazing names. Nobody's got better names. You know, these you, guys. Um, what got you? Do you remember what got you in the comics in the first place? You know, I think it like started with Mad Magazine, mm. and then I think my cousins were like, "I'm reading this now," and I like loved my cousins. Shout out to Lucas and Mikey. <laughs> uh, and so I was like, "Well, I'll do this too," and I was like, "Oh, this is great." Mm -hmm. Um. It might have been when the original Batman movie was coming out too, when I really got into it. Not to, not to cross the line here. <laughs> it's okay. To DC territory, but I, you know, I really got into like. I remember just like being very excited that Nicholson was going to play the Joker, mm -hmm. and then I was just like, oh, "Okay, let me check this out." And then I think my cousins were like, "You got to check out Wolverine. Mm -hmm. You got to check out X Men." So I, and I had like a bunch of solo Wolverine comics. Actually, read more of those than X Men, because I was like, oh well, there's not enough Wolverine in X Men. But now I I see the superiority of of X Men in a lot of ways. Uh, we we talked about this before the interview, but you've been to Comic Con a couple times. Do you yeah. Ever, do you ever do you just go for work, or do you ever get to walk the floor, or do anything fun? Well, I walk the floor. You got to walk the floor. Anything it's so insane. <laughs> what anything you like? Do you buy anything? Do you yeah, I'll buy some uh, some stuff. Um, you know, anything that like looks you know really interesting. You know, and I I got really into it like reading like some of the like great writers. You know, to like you know like your Frank Miller, your Alan mm -hmm. Moore, and stuff like that. Um, your Grant Morrison, and so uh, I mean I think a lot of that is you know some of the best writing you can have. So you know looking for that stuff, but mostly I'm just walking the floor to just be like wow. Where's the Suicide Girls tent? No, I'm just kidding. Uh. <laughs> All right, everybody. Before we continue with this episode with the wonderful Brett Gelman, uh, I just want to say that this show is sponsored by the fine folks over at Squarespace. Um, if you've ever tried to build a website before, you know that there can be problems creating the website. You've heard this from us on the show recently before. Uh, but with Squarespace... The sites look professionally designed, regardless of your skill level. There's no coding required. Uh, it's intuitive and easy to use, and it has state-of-the-art technology to ensure security and stability. It's trusted by millions of people, uh, as well as some of the most respect respected brands in the world. And it starts at only $8 a month, and you also get a free domain if you sign up for a year. Um, Please support our sponsors. They are supporting us. Uh, we really appreciate uh, their time and effort, and it means a lot, and it helps us uh, to keep making this show free for you guys. Um, so start your free trial site today. No credit card required at squarespace.com, 
And uh, if you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use that offer code MARVEL to get 10% off your first purchase. And now back to the show. I'm getting more into performing live. You know, I want to mm-hmm. have more of that like type of presence too. Because I love doing it, you mm-hmm. know? And I'm like the best. I'm just like so good. I, <laughs> I knock it out of the park. I go to these, me and Cyrus, we go to these shows. You know, some of them are like little shows. People are trying stuff out. Man, when we try stuff out, it's a finished product right away. <laughs> Done. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it is fun, though. It gets, like, people into this, like, fervor and, uh, you know, really makes them... Oh, now Faxon's calling me. Uh, it gets them... It can get them, like, crazy, mm-hmm. you know, which is, is, is cool. I think is a good thing. I think uh, trying to provide something that's... At the, at the end of the day is uh, like more vulnerable than a lot of comedians that's kind of a, a thing that I hate comedians are like it is me I'm like but that's not you <laughs> that's not you not that I'm doing what I'm doing is me but like you know it's like you're just like trying to be cool I don't like when comedians are too cool <laughs> because it's like that's that's the opposite of funny unless they really are cool and who's a cool like, comedian um, I don't know. <laughs> I can't you think know of there isn't anybody. I don't know what I'm talking about. That's the about. great thing about comedy. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Scratch what I said. No, I could say some people, but I'll get in trouble. I'm not going to go there. Um, I want to ask, uh, what else are you are working on now that fans can check out? Uh, well, um, Married premieres on Thursday, the second season. I'm really proud of it. I think it's uh, I think it's one of the best shows on TV, and I'm not just saying that I because I uh, am on it. I've definitely been on things that were not uh, the best thing uh, ever uh, of anything, you know. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm working on uh, I've done these specials for Adult Swim with my friend Jason Walner, who is. Uh, the main, you know, one of the main people on Eagle Heart. Yeah, he's, and, uh, speaking of him, I mean, he's done Human Giant, he's done a litany of, like, some of the best, th- he's one of those behind-the-scenes geniuses, too, that's doing yeah. a bunch of great stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's done a ton of things. Is he, does he do the greatest show ever made on Adult Swim, too, I think? I think he edited uh, it No, something? he didn't work on that. Uh, no, he didn't work on that. He, uh, I mean, uh, pretty much the things that he's done for Adult Swim, uh, our Eagle Heart and then our specials. Okay. Um, he did a lot of stuff on that show, Last Man on Earth. He did some oh, directing. Okay. He directed mm-hmm. a bunch of episodes of Parks and Rec and stuff like that. But um, yeah, me and him <coughs> have done a couple of these dinner specials. One, the first one was Dinner with Friends with Brett Gelman and Friends. And the second was uh, Dinner with Family with Brett Gelman <laughs> and Brett Gelman's family. And that. Uh, yeah, I think people would dig that. You can find friends on YouTube, and you can find the family one on YouTube too. But you have to pay two dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, come on, pay it. It's worth it. It's worth the two dollars. <laughs> if you don't get something out of it, I'll give you the two dollars back. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, so they're really intense. Those specials. I mean, that's the amazing thing about Adult Swim, is that these specials that we did, uh, they're like nightmares. I mean, they're really, really intense and crazy and uh, uh, that's the cool thing is Adult Swim you know 
that's the only place that we would be allowed to put that on television. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's great to watch that network and be like, this is on TV. It's crazy, you know. My, you know, I watch like my buddies, like Tim and Eric, or you know Eric Andre, and I'm like, this is on television. Mm. This is super cool. Uh, yeah. So uh, we're gonna be doing another one of those, and that'll be airing uh, before uh, before the end of the year, I think. And then I've been doing some stuff on Love, which is a show that my friends uh, Paul Russ and Leslie Arfin created with uh, Judd Apatow. It's uh, on Netflix, and uh, I'm gonna be in a couple episodes of uh, Jonathan Ames's show Blunt Talk, with where I play Patrick Stewart's neighbor, who is a porn producer. <laughs> Um. Yeah, which was <laughs> amazing, amazing to like get in like arguments with Patrick Stewart in the show, not in real life. In real life, he's he really is like a magic person. <laughs> I'm like, I can't. You know, you know, meet those people who are older, and you're like, man, this is the way to do this, because he's not old. You know, he's just seventy three, but that's. There's no age, you know, it's just, that's, yeah, that's a number, you know, he's so, he's really rad for all of you, uh, Professor X fans out there. <laughs> yeah. Brett, do you know where I could get in Los Angeles the best pulled pork sandwich? <laughs> he said that to me, I was like, wow, that's incredible. Um, yeah. It's cool to work with all these great people feel very lucky anybody you've ever been all struck by i mean him maybe I'll, uh, yeah uh yeah that i've met or worked with both i mean you know it was like crazy working with will ferrell and mark Wahlberg. uh i mean uh like work uh, patty lapone did my special and that was nuts tony roberts did my special and that was really crazy uh working with larry david i was insanely uh I was awestruck to the point of, you know, being a moron mm -hmm. around him. <laughs> is there still, speaking of Lapone, and you talked talk about one of the Broadway stars, is that still Yeah, I would like to do that. I would love to start doing theater, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but that's its own world, you know, that's kind of hard to get into. Especially, you know, I think I got to, like, prove myself a little bit. Um even though, you know, or, or Lapone or, or, you know, my friends Laura Benanti or Julie White, who are all really big theater actors, uh, you know, throw me a bone and like, demand that I be in one of their productions because they think I'm such a genius. I'm sure they're listening to the podcast, so... Uh, I'm sure they are, and I'm sure that's, like, their top concern, not their own careers. <laughs> Lapone's a huge Marvel podcast fan. Lapone might be. Lapone is, you know, full of surprises. <laughs> that lady is the, the coolest. It's a true, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I'm awestruck by all people uh, who are uh, geniuses mm -hmm. <laughs> because they really are, they know what they're doing. You see them and you're like, of course you're who you are. There's no, I've rarely been uh, disappointed by somebody. They're usually very on point, mm -hmm. obviously, and then also very cool. That's nice. And, um, I was I was awestruck by working with Chris Elliott. Oh, you know? he's yeah, he's great. I was you know he was a hero growing mm. up. What was that the TV show he did the, uh, the Get, a, Get Life. a Life? Yeah, yeah, it was one of, one of my favorite mm. shows. One is one of my favorite shows of all time, 
And then, you know, also one of the best shows of, I mean, you know, the, the height of, of Late Night with David Letterman. Right. It's just, he did stuff on there that is still, ahead, I mean, still ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Um, finally, I want to mention you're on Twitter as well. How can fans reach you online? Yeah, at Brett Gelman. Um, and then my email is uh, Brett Gelman at uh, downloads.triplex. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's not my email. Um, me and Cyrus did, though, buy uh, free downloads.triplex. <laughs> we bought that. That URL. Have you done? We were going to make that for our URL for our website, you know, because we were like, that'll be like so crazy, and it'll give like this illegal feel to it. (laughs) Uh, And then we were like, and I'll be, and we're going to be making albums now. We're not going to be doing podcasts because we realized that our podcast was really like albums. They were albums, so we're just going to do albums and call them albums. Start releasing those ourselves. Physical albums. Or Maybe we'll make them, we'll press some, mm-hmm. but you know, a lot of them will just be uh, free downloads. Dot triple X. No, but that was going to be our website. Uh, but then we were all, my, my, my fiance was like, who is not an uptight conservative person. She's like a very far out artist in her own right. Um, her name is Janixa Bravo. She directed a film I think fans would like a lot with Michael Sarah called Gregory Go Boom, a mm. short film that you can uh, got like the Sundance Award that you can see on YouTube, oh, which cool. is really intense. Anyway, she was like, she was like, don't, don't do that as your website because you don't want when people Google you for the first thing to come up is like downloads X <laughs> and people th- are gonna think associate you with, you with porn. Don't you want to like? maybe get an Oscar someday or something then, like that, you know, or an, <laughs> and you're like a serious actor. Don't do that. So I was like, okay, you're right. But we're going to make triple at free downloads that triple X into like some sort of project. Okay. Cause that's okay to make it its own art project, but for it to be like the go-to or just okay. get the Oscar and then, and then do it yeah. and just like flip people out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh or, or sell it. I hope like some porn, some you know, site is gonna come and be like, hundred thousand dollars <laughs> done. There you go. Goodbye. <laughs> well, Brett, thank side you. businesses, Blake. Uh, <laughs> thank yes. you so much for taking the time. Thank really you, appreciate man. it. Can I, um, can I get a, a, a Arnie Palmy before we go? You want me to say Arnie Palmies? Yes. I mean. Uh, <laughs> Arnie, palmy alert. Thank you. Never done that for anyone. <laughs> Thank you you're so the much. the only one that would do that for. Brett, you're the man. I really appreciate it. Thanks, man. This is Marvel, your universe.